Imposter syndrome. What is it? How do we overcome it? Well, today we're going to talk about that. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Mark. It's Friday. It's Friday. Hey, uh, today is a great day. Today is a great day. This is so nerdy, but I am so excited right now about this app. It blew my mind. I was like freaking out. I was talking to Whitney. We were in a meeting and I saw this app and it's, it does something I've always wanted to be able to do. What's the name of the app? It's called Video Ask. It's Video Ask and it's created by the team at Typeform. Yeah, um, know those guys. Yeah, so videoask.com. You should check it out. If you go to the How It Works page, there's a great video that actually talks about all this probably more concisely than I can. So you can check that out. But the gist of it is if you want to be able to collect feedback from someone and have them send you video or audio or text feedback on something, you can just send them a link and they can give it to you right away. So oh, wow. for me, I've always wanted to have the ability to ask a client a question and them to be able to answer it in video format without them having to learn how to use a new app or download something. So now I can say, hey, can you give me your thoughts on this? Send them a link and they can record a video in their browser and send it right back. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I'm pretty excited about that. And then there's so many other things it does that are great. Like Instead of having a little, you know, on websites, you'll see the little chat bot at the bottom right where you can talk to a live person, which is great. But this takes it to a new level where it actually has a little video in the bottom right that uh, you can record and show your users and ask a question. And then from that, they can even choose a multiple choice answer. And then it shows them a new video based on what they've chosen. Um, They can even send you a video back. Choose your own adventure. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's a choose your own adventure uh, video communication tool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Choose your own adventure video support. Um, And you can, uh, the people on your website can actually send you a video right there in the bottom corner of their screen. So they can say, hey, I'm looking for this. Or they can send you audio or they can send you a text message. So to me, this is, just one more step of how do we like communicate even clearer with our clients. So I'm really excited to try it out. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and generate a random noun. Let's so do that, it. So that someone could also leave a review, not a video one, but just a text one. Head over to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Click that five star button <laughs> and then click that write a review optional thing yeah choose that option all right so today's random noun is blood (laughs) wow that is a random noun yeah i i just pushed the button that said generate random noun i don't have control over this so you sick freak (laughs) so when you write a review for the podcast I'll just give you some suggestions just off the top of my head of how you could use this. Maybe you could say, 
maybe you could say something about the blood, sweat, and tears you put into your business are, are mm. worth it because you listen to the Friday habit and now you have Fridays to work on your business. Oh, that's good. You know? Or I was peeling my blood orange while I was listening yes. to your last episode. And <laughs> <laughs> those are some family friendly ways you could use blood in your yeah, review of true. the podcast. So good luck with that. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, Hey man, I'm excited to jump in today's topic. Um, Imposter syndrome. Uh, have you ever felt like a faker? You know, have you ever felt like you're insecure, lack confidence around what you were uh, doing or the the skills that you had? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes we can feel like we don't deserve success, uh, that anybody could do what we do and that we're not special. The technical definition uh, for imposter syndrome is uh, it can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evidence of success. Uh, imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and the sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feeling of success or external proof of their competence. And I think a lot of creatives deal with this. I think it's something that we're always comparing our work to somebody who's maybe better than us. You know, we follow all these amazing creatives and, and we'll create something and be like, oh, this is great. And then you see somebody else who does it better and you're like, mine's trash. You know, and you just, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you deal with this insecurity of, you know, never being good enough or feeling like uh, you're just copying somebody else or that you're not unique enough, you right. know, and there's kind of like two ways to overcome this imposter syndrome. And uh, one of them I think is all about branding. It's all about developing your own personal brand and who you are and having having confidence um, in what you do. And then just taking ownership of that and kind right. of pushing into, into those things. You know, there's that saying that's like, uh, fake it until you make it. Yeah. Where a lot of times you just commit to something and you, you jump in and you don't really know what you're doing, but you're just trying to figure it out. Um, I've always said, you know, fake it until you become it. Because mm. over time, if you do something enough, you'll actually start to become that thing. You know, you'll become an expert in that thing. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so we kind of have these, this eight steps, I guess you could call it to uh, kind of develop your personal brand. Yeah. It's kind of like you're, yeah, I think what you're saying too is like kind of embodying what you want to be and you're not, you shouldn't feel like an imposter if you actually are living to your values and like the things that you actually believe in and being true to those. So just feeling inside like confident in, in living out what you actually care about. So I think that's awesome. And actually, yeah. let me, I want to mention one other thing too. Yeah. If you are feeling like, you know, you're comparing yourself to other people, I would definitely check out our episode seven, which is dealing with business envy. Um, that was another episode where we kind of talked about some of that stuff too. So that might be a good companion to this episode. Yeah. And I think it's important to, you know, separate feelings from fact. There's times where you may feel inadequate or feel stupid, um, but feelings aren't truth, you know. To jump on in, step one, specialization. And I think this this helps out a lot. Uh, sometimes we're so divided on um, so many different things, especially as a creative. You may, you know, do video editing. You may do graphic design. And you may do, you're kind of like the jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Um, and so I think when you start to focus in on something, you can start having that confidence um, to describe what you do um, to people and be, you know, clear and consistent, um, you know, with your messaging. Um, and for instance, like if you wanted to be a designer that focused on logo design, like just say it, right. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you're like, yeah, I'm a designer, you know, and <laughs> right. whatever, but you, you may just want to specialize and say, 
because what you really want to do and what you really are passionate about and love is like logo design. And so you may, you may just start introducing yourself as, Hey, I'm a a designer who specializes in logo design. Right. I'm a a logo designer. Yeah. Like say what you want to become, even if you do other work at the time, like don't say like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a designer that's trying to do some photography on the side. Just say, Hey, I am a photographer because you are, you're doing some photography embrace it specialize and it's so much easier for people to refer people to you if you mm-hmm. pick a niche i talk to people all the time like hey would you send some business to us and i try to nail them down like what's your absolute favorite type of project or industry you work in because i want to know when somebody says that in my mind i want it to trigger mm-hmm. and i think oh you need a copywriter that does social media for real estate companies i know the exact person so it actually will help you get referrals rather than, um, you know, kind of hold you back, even though sometimes people feel like specializing is going to limit them. Usually it just makes you more referable. Yeah. yeah. And that, that totally makes sense as far as making it, um, you know, making you feel like your personal brand, kind of making you feel more uh, confident if you just come out and say what your specialization is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And if you're struggling to come up with a specific thing, think about maybe, uh, and this leads into number two is leadership is, you know, where do you want to be a leader in your field? Like, where mm-hmm. is it that you might say, well, I'm really good at public speaking or I'm really good at directing, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe you want to be a thought leader in a specific field. And so you can start getting involved in those kind of communities and presenting yourself as a thought leader in that specific field. Yeah, I love that. So that's number two. Number three, personality. Um, I think this is a big one. Uh, this is one that I've always pushed into um, is just be being genuine, you know, being yourself. I know it sounds kind of cliche, be you. Um, but uh, I think a lot of times if you just be yourself, you'll start to notice that people uh, will gravitate towards you. I think as humans, we we love authenticity, you know, and yeah. we love, I th- and I think we can pick up, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to a networking event and you, you've started talking with somebody and there's just this sense of inauthenticity, you know, and you just feel like they're, they're trying too hard or they're, you know, trying to be somebody they're not. And so when you want to develop your personal brand, I really, I really think you just need to be yourself and then build around that. And, and that will, that will bring you success because really only you can be you, right? Nobody else can be you. And I think we've talked about this in in previous episodes too, where it's like a lot of times that you feel that you have nothing to offer, or you might feel insecure about sharing some of your knowledge or your ideas, because what if that secret sauce gets out and then I no longer have that secret thing that only I know about, Right. but you can share your knowledge, which will gain goodwill towards you and then you can be confident that no one even if they have the same knowledge of you that same skill they can build a squarespace website all those other kind of things that you are like kind of like the the secret sauce within that thing so you can share your information confidently knowing that no one can be you you're the only person that can be you so being genuine is is really important yeah and I love that we're all special snowflakes, you know. That's yeah. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> but we're it, all but special snowflakes. It sound that sounds like a pep talk from from a mom, you know, like, hey, you just be you. And but it's so true. I mean, yeah. and, and it does actually really help because I remember a lot of times going into meetings and I was like, why do I feel so stressed? Like, and then I realized I was like posturing and I was like, oh, I need to make sure that people think like my company's really good and important or like a lot of I even run into where people like try to make their company feel bigger than it is to like be impressive mm-hmm. and stuff, which I understand that strategy. But for me, it just I'd rather just embrace and lean into who we are and say like, hey, 
upfront. This is what it's like. This is the way we are. And then you actually attract people that care about that and that like you for who you are. And then you can just be yourself for the rest of the time. It's kind of like go on a first date and pretend to be, you know, rich or something <laughs> and yeah. then like to trick somebody into dating you. But I mean, eventually that's going to come out anyway. So you might as well just be yourself up front and, and attract right. the people that will actually like you instead of liking you for some other reason. And that kind of leads into the fourth point is distinctiveness. We're all about storytelling. We're all about drawing people into a story. And each, I think everybody has a un- unique story of how they got to where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so think about how you can express your personal brand in a unique way. You know, you don't have to mimic anyone else. You don't have to be like somebody else. Um, because if you do that too, that will only increase that feeling of being an imposter. Like you were said, right? Like, oh, I need to make myself look like a bigger agency or a bigger company so that I can get respect. And then you kind of have this insecurity because you're trying to mimic this, you know, agency maybe that's been around for 15, 20 years and they have 50 people on staff and a 1600 square foot space. And, you're just a two-man show. You're trying to to bolster yourself to look more impressive, but then that's just going to make you feel insecure. So just express yourself honestly. I think that, that that'll go a long way. And then number five, uh, visibility. Um, you have to be seen repeatedly and consistently in order to establish an image of yourself. You may not like it, but you got to network. You got to be active around the kinds of people that you want to hire you and that you want you know to be hired by. Um and, you know, so it's it's that whole idea of getting yourself out there and then telling people what you do, telling people that you are a, a logo designer. Even if you work a day job at Best Buy and you, <laughs> you know, design logos at night, yeah, you know, lead with I design logos. Yeah. I'm a logo designer, not, oh, I work at Best Buy and then, you know, on the nights and weekends, I design logos. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. And once again, the more that you're visible, the more that you're out there meeting people and uh, being authentic, the more that people are just going to gravitate towards you. So number six, uh, utility. Live your brand. Uh, This should be a no-brainer. Be the same person publicly that you are privately. Uh, Don't pretend to be awesome in public and be a real (laughs) jerk in private. No one likes that. We can sniff it out. So I think it's important to um, just to live that brand. And, and I think that goes into um, us always working on ourselves, right? I mean, reading and growing and, um, you know, really pushing into the person that you want to become and then just being authentic everywhere you go. Live that brand, you know? Um, my, my wife sometimes, I, I don't know why I'm drawn to certain things, right? Like big white glasses. I, I, I just like them. I can't <laughs> explain why, but uh-huh. I do. Yeah. So I, you know, I found this shirt, uh, this was like last year, there was a shirt we were out shopping and it said, it said, uh, Sunday fun day. And it uh-huh. was like all in these colorful, like leaves and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, Oh, this shirt's awesome. My wife's like, that is stupid. That's the dumbest <laughs> shirt ever. And so I was like, I'm getting it. I don't know why I like it. You know, I just put it in the cart. So we go to check out and it's gone. I'm like, Hey, where's that Sunday fun day shirt? <laughs> She's like, you're not getting that shirt. I'm like, babe, just let me be me, okay? <laughs> so I went out. I got it. And that was like the number. Every time I wore that shirt, somebody was like, hey, Sunday fun day guy. I was like, see, I, it's just, I just got to be me, even if it seems ridiculous to somebody else. <laughs> I'm living the brand. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So number seven uh, is persistence. So 
listen, you, you got to be willing to fail. You got to be willing to look stupid sometimes. Uh, maybe that Sunday Funday shirt was a bad idea. And then you got to <laughs> recognize that and pivot, you know, but don't give up, you know, continue to, to stick with it. Uh, ignore get rich schemes and give your brand time to grow, you know, kind of develop who you are. And uh, the more that you do that, the more confidence you will have and, and the better you'll feel about yourself. Um, and I really think that the more your business will grow. And then number eight, goodwill. And this is a big one. Create a positive impact. Be kind, be positive and pay it forward. Uh, it's, it's really not that hard and it, it's really simple. And it's one of those things that um, I've seen in my own business. Someone would reach out to me to say, hey, uh, you were at this event. Your photographer got a bunch of awesome images you know, can we buy those from you or use those for our website? And I would just say, hey, yeah, hey, here's a link. Download whatever images you want. And that that would just go a long way. I mean, I've I've gotten clients off of just that goodwill, just me not trying to micromanage everything and and try to nickel and dime everybody, but just being generous with with, uh, you know, what we do. And it's come back uh, tenfold. So yeah. I'm a huge fan of of uh, that goodwill. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we we try to be the same way and just kind of think anytime somebody has a request like that and just like just try to be a a good person, you know, be a, de- a decent person, not about it's not all about how much money you can make all the time. Like it's even if if you do care about just the money, let's say you do care about just the money, still in the end the long game, the smart way to do it, even if that's all you care about is to spread goodwill and is to develop long-term relationships you know uh even things like i was talking to somebody the other day and they came to us like hey uh, i really want to build you know a custom site with knapsack you know and and i kind of recommended i was like hey you know i honestly feel like where you are in your business you probably shouldn't you know hire us yet to do that i would go with something simpler like just a template or something because you you don't have all the information you need in the future you know, maybe you should just start with something simple and easy and and just giving them good advice, not based on how much money we're going to make on them now, but based on like helping them be successful, you know, just mm-hmm. like that, like you're helping someone to be successful by giving them the images they need, not thinking about like, oh, maybe I can make a couple, couple extra hundred bucks here. Um, yeah. So yeah, looking out for other people and spreading goodwill. I'm, I think that's awesome. And I love this whole list because it's like, you've kind of taken the idea of imposter syndrome and said, the solution to imposter syndrome is to actually develop yourself so that you are actually the thing. Not, mm-hmm. It's not saying, oh, just ignore that feeling, but it's actually like, yeah, consider, are you an imposter? And if you are, like, here's here's what you can do to check the boxes and make sure that you are living actually who, who you should be and who you think is important, you know, or what you think is important and what values you care about. So... I love this list. So to recap, you know, if you've ever felt unspecial or like a fraud, you're not alone because a lot of us felt that way. I've, I've felt that way so many times, uh, you know, when I started coming up, you know, learning how to shoot video and learning how to, you know, do photography, I, people be like, wow, your images are so amazing. And I'm just like, I just put it on auto and push (laughs) the button. (laughs) And the truth is that, uh, it's not true, right? A lot of times, you know, shame keeps people from fessing up, yeah. you know, about their fraudulent feelings. And so know that there's a name for this feeling, this imposter syndrome, and that you're not alone. And just knowing that can just relieve a lot of stress and, and burdens and feelings of inadequacy. Yeah. And so I hope that that can give you confidence and help build your personal brand so that you can feel like you're not an imposter. So Yeah. 
What's well, our action item for this week? So uh, action item is to reverse engineer yourself. Ask yourself, how do you want people to describe you and write it down? And then the next time you're in a group, someone asks you what you do, confidently proclaim it. Say, hey, this is what I do. Nice. I love that. All right. Well, Ben, as always, awesome getting together with you and chatting about ideas and productivity. Uh, where can people find us? Uh, you can go to thefridayhabit.com to find show notes for this episode. And you can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. And at the bottom of the page, you can go download our guide to the Friday Habit System. And that will show you how to set aside one day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Friday Habit. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday. Friday.